All right, what up, everybody? It's been a while, about three weeks to be exact. So it's uh, it's been yeah. Sorry about that absence. Got other things to take care of, but here we are. What better way to uh, kick it off? But with one of probably the most listened to podcasts, definitely in the top five. Yeah, you look surprised. Out of how many? Five? No, uh, I think there's like 30 episodes or 29 episodes. So yeah, yeah. Several people like to listen to you for some reason. I have no idea why, but let's get it rolling. (laughs) All right. So um, let's uh, need to ask because every time I'm about to ask you, I forget to ask you, but how's that? uh, How's the Pekka's? trip coming out the plans for it in july well you're going right we plan to go there <laughs> that's the extent of it that's it <laughs> hey man it's only february hey man you'd be so I, we're gonna I, go in july so we've got five months to figure it out yeah but it's better if you like try to figure it out earlier rather than later don't okay you think? i'll let you help with that <laughs> so, oh my so yeah you're gonna let me do we're gonna it. end up camping on the side of a river somewhere you know you know sp- speaking of which i actually found this nice little uh makeshift tent they basically they're made for uh like old school choppers like 70s choppers with the tall sissy bars and so it's a tent that's about 20 feet long and no no not quite no, <laughs> yeah, not quite actually but uh they're they're basically like kind of attached to the sissy bar and to the uh, basically i think the handlebars and then they mm-hmm. you kind of stake it on the ground and then just that little makes a little tent in between the bike and i guess the tarp i don't know but i think you sleep under it yeah you use the chopper as one of your walls basically you use that big old electric glide of yours oh yeah one of the walls oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that i mean that's my plan anyways just don't put it on there when it's hot you end up with tent crap all over your exhaust <laughs> yeah but i think uh so wake up in the morning oh man where's carl <laughs> <laughs> i'll be nice and toasty that's for sure <laughs> it'll be uh probably not very nice if i like fire up my bike in the middle of the night it's cold <laughs> just to warm up <laughs> man it probably won't get under 50 up there probably not so you know we're used to that uh, right? if you had to guess where our first uh camping stop is going to be at where would you guess it's going to be at man it's going to be somewhere in new southern new mexico probably uh i can't remember the name uh come on man what i don't know maybe taos where is that near there you need to pull that phone out. <laughs> so now I'm grabbing, I'm <clears throat> taking my phone out, thinking, man, where do we have to go? Well, while he looks that up, let me let you know what we've got going on over here at Maverick. Uh, this is the best time to buy events. Uh, I've been giving retail for your trade on a new motorcycle. And uh, we actually have some uh, manager specials every week, basically way below retail. So... Uh, yeah, go check that out. Look through our inventory and uh, see if you see anything that you that you like. Uh, as well as, uh, yeah, we have, like I said, saved thousands on a used Harley. So we, our inventory has gotten huge in the last few months. So, yeah, go ahead and check that out. And uh, Service is offering free tire install with the tire purchased. And it has to be purchased and installed here at Maverick Harley-Davidson. And uh, it's not valid on prior purchases. And this expires on the 28th of this month of uh february so and if you're doing a 
front end upgrade february 1st to the 28th 15 percent off installation part and again not valid on prior purchases but must be purchased and installed here at maverick holly davidson it expires the 28th of uh this month so yeah there you have it so have you found where we're gonna be staying man i'll tell you what i think it would be pretty cool if we stayed uh, a night over in uh you know like one night in roswell Ooh. so that would be pretty cool you i don't know, think ride out to pecos go north and uh you know stay around roswell you know, go see some UFOs. <laughs> some UFOs. Okay, maybe not see some, but, you know, go see all the tourist crap out there. I've been there once. I've never been there. No? No. We'll, we'll, we'll have to call Alfred and uh, <laughs> see if he knows anybody out there. Get us a free place to stay. <laughs> I'd be down for that. So, uh, so there. How many, how many stops are we going to have? First of all, how many miles is it going to be? I have no idea. No, it's probably around seven, 800 miles each way. Each way, so. Yeah. You know, and then we'll we'll cut up through, like, uh, you know, Santa Fe, and then up through uh, Alamosa, you know. So coming up through the southern mountains of Colorado, and uh, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll bet. So. We're not going to be able to fly up there, so we have to slow down. Yeah. Don't want anybody <laughs> going off the side of the mountain. <laughs> Won't find you till next after the winter time. Well, this is in the middle of July, so I, I well, would hope no, not after the winter. Find you for another six. <laughs> they probably won't find you for another six months. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is uh, yeah, we'll end up in like Alamosa, you know, Alamosa down there, yeah. Oh, Alamosa, never heard of that, Go that toward, town. Yeah, and then eventually we'll end up, you know, real close to Breckenridge, and then eventually into Denver. We can go up to Boulder, see my mom. Oh yeah, well, was it? <laughs> yeah, we'll all get to meet her. Hey mom, we need a place to stay. <laughs> We're broke. <laughs> hey, I was gonna ask you about uh, your street glide. You recently, well, not recently. It's probably like a month or two ago. You did uh, your hundred k. On it. Yep, hit a hundred thousand miles on it. It's still rolling. How many do you have now? I don't know, hundred and two, hundred and three thousand. Three thousand miles. You put yeah. what, like fifteen hundred a month, fifteen hundred uh, or a thousand a month? Man, probably around fifteen hundred to two thousand. Just depends on a month. Know. Yeah. And that's. I'm thinking about you know the next MPG competition. There's no way I can get fifteen hundred in a month. Why? Well, just my commutes don't allow me to. I don't. I guess I could make them longer. Well, man, you know the cool thing about working at a Harley shop is that there's always people talking about different rides. So, oh, yeah. you know, if you want to get on one of those Sunday rides and go out and ride three hundred miles, it's always pretty easy because people are always talking about, you know, different trips, what they're going to do this weekend. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I've just been. I've been dialing. Basically, I get last. I've had that electrical light now for about a month and a half. In the first month, I rode every day except I think like two days. Or like I think one, my bike was on a lift. I was changing the camshaft tensioner so I didn't get to finish that. And then the other day, and you actually took that apart twice there. Yeah, yeah. So I made a huge, huge mistake, and I was I was in a hurry. When you first got it, you took I I saw the the uh, the cam cover off of there and. You were like, oh, yeah, they look good. 
No, no, actually, so that's, that's, that's not true. That, no. is not, <laughs> that is not true at all. What ended up happening, so the first few times I took that bike apart, I actually didn't even touch the cam cover. Uh, I didn't want to. I was trying to be, I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to be. I just didn't want to face, you know, face the music, as they say. I Actually, I took the fairing apart a whole bunch of times because I had a lot of stuff that I had to fix in there. They, whoever put that thing together just did a mess of a job. And uh, then recently... We found out that I had a, a big board kit because I, and the only, the only reason I even found that out is because I was getting horrible. I'm still getting horrible gas mileage. I'm getting like 24 to the gallon. So it's like 120 miles to a five gallon tank. So it's just, it's absolutely horrible. So we plugged that in and it had a race tune, a big bore a kit uh, race tune. I guess mm-hmm. back then the stage two was heads, pistons and cams. And so I was like, well, I'll take, you know, I was already on a lift. I was going to change the exhaust. Actually, no, the brake switch. Mm-hmm. and next thing you know, I was like, well, it's around the left. So I took the cam cover off, and next thing you know, cam shoes are like on its line. I mean, literally, maybe one or two miles, I think, would have snapped. I mean, it was really worn. And so yeah, they I, were really thin when you yeah. showed them to oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were cracked, too. So, <laughs> yeah, it was not a good thing. So I, I, I really didn't have a choice but to start tearing it down. And obviously, I've only done that once, and I was on the Dyna, and I had a lot of help because I obviously didn't know what I was doing. I still don't but i know more than last time mm-hmm. the second time i took it apart well, well i guess this time that i took it apart i finally changed the cam shoe tensioners and i mean i was running out of time because i mean i have a job and then the shop closes at a certain time so i was really trying to rush and the first thing that trip and tom told me is like don't rush it you're gonna make a mistake mm-hmm. you're gonna have to do this all over again and sure enough uh i put the cam plate in we went to like line up the uh, oil pump got that done and then i for- forgot to put the uh there's this little like bracket plate looking thing that goes between the cams and the cam plate mm-hmm. and it bolts onto the cam plate i still i don't know what that is i haven't asked but i, po- I pulled off the uh is it one of those leftover parts that you have in your pile over there <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no no but i mean so i i, I took the cam- the mistake was anyways i took the cam plate off bolted uh, that in and then just put the cam plate back on bolted it down and then just closed it up, and that was it. Well, I didn't realize that by doing that, when you took when I took the cam plate off, I really should have loosened up the oil pump and then realigned it. And then, so basically, what I was doing it was it was building oil pressure. There was nothing wrong with it, but it was there, there wasn't it just wasn't pulling enough oil back in, so it was puking it out. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I thought that I. That sucks when that happens. <laughs> yeah, well, I took it apart a second time, did did it right this time, and it didn't take me as long. So I've taken that that uh, cam cover off twice now. I I've done a lot to that bike. It might not mm-hmm. it might not look like I have, but I have done a lot to it. Man, you come, man. It's like every day you come in, and I'm like, "What did he do to it today?" Oh, look, the sissy bar's missing, and the sissy bar's back. Everybody's like, "Oh, don't run with that big sissy bar," because folks, Carl has a sissy bar on his uh, electric glide that is about it's about ten foot tall. It's a manly bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that came off of a wholesale bike. It surely looks like it came off of one of those old 70s choppers oh, you yeah. were talking Big about. Time. And that would be perfect to attach your tent to. Oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely going to go on there. That way I can strap you know, everything else that I need to put on there. But, yeah, that that thing comes on and off. It doesn't fit under my, my cover, so I keep taking it off. And recently, like, a little bolt came off, so the, uh, the attachment to make it detachable came off. So mm-hmm. I had to grab a bolt and, and fix that. But, 
Yeah, when I'm you still buy trying your... to figure out what I'm still trying to figure out is whose bike looks rougher because yours is a prime is like a primered paint. Mine's like yeah. the original paint. Yeah, yours looks pretty like I think because yours has chrome on it, it just looks nicer. Hmm. Mine, mine is a blonde motor and like polished heads, and the exhaust is rusty. Has like mix match. Hey, I got exhaust. I got rusty exhaust too, man. My heat not shield, like mine. My, my heat shield <laughs> clamps. I need to get some WD forty on those things because they're loose and they're rattling on the exhaust. Oh really? And when I go to tighten them, the, the screw turns, but the clamp doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, or maybe the clamp turns, but the screw doesn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the last the last exhaust the exhaust that I took off. By the way, if you have true duels, I'm sorry. As it turns out, they're horrible for uh, performance. They just are. Apparently, I found out because the second I put that two in one, it did, I I haven't remapped it or anything. It made a mm-hmm. huge difference. But uh, anyway, that exhaust that I, I don't know if you ever paid attention to that exhaust that I had. It had all kinds of like hose clamps on top of the shields because the little brackets inside the shields were just See? trashed. Same problem. That's what I need to do. Exhaust clamps on the outside, outside of the exhaust. Go. Classy. <laughs> <laughs> I think yours looks nicer. I so, just I just think it does. Oh, thank you. But uh, that's the first thing. I'm, first time i think i've ever heard that (laughs) (laughs) at least i'm not running around with a torn seat anymore yeah you know you got that gator skin on (laughs) yeah hey man it took me a long time to get that on there it took me a long time to find a cover that i could put on there and then you know out there with the heat gun (laughs) come on shrink shrink i thought i thought it was funny at one point I, I took the. I don't know if you took the seat off when Tex took the seat off, and there was like it was just soaked in water, like it yeah. was heavy because it had absorbed all it that. It had water. all that. It had so much water in it. It had been sitting outside in the rain. <laughs> Prob may have had something to do with my starter kicking on in the rain. I don't know, but may have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I think I had already asked you that. But you have a ninety-five kit on yours right so so you have a big board kit as Uh well you know what cams range in the other uh man i've got an i've got sns gear drive cams in there so i don't have cam chain tensioners i can't remember what model they are uh it puts out about 100 horsepower a little less than 100 horsepower yeah uh you know it's over 100 in the torque so that's awesome it's it's a good little good little bike i'm i have no idea how mine my, what mine the numbers that my yeah when i got mine there. it had the it had the dyno sheet with it oh really yeah that's be nice yeah i don't again that stuff dyno it's just expensive so i have no idea if i'll ever find out but i i have thought about maybe in the future do some uh some triple fives in yeah. there and why I, uh why 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 oh i want to be above that hundred. what's mark. in there right now uh 203s yeah. screaming eagle 203s all right yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just happy that it already has the pistons, heads, and all. That was a nice surprise for what I paid for that bike. I mean, I pretty much paid for all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it has two or three cams. And I, I talked to Tom, and he was like, "Man, those triple fives will will put you over 100 horsepower." So. What are that Woods? Triple Woods, fives? yeah, triple yeah. fives. Really, unfortunately, they'll make the triple sevens for the model year that I have. That's what uh, Will has on his uh, Lowrider S. Well, believe me, no matter what you do to your bike, you can't go as fast as Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that bike is really light. Yeah, yeah. it's 
And uh, also, when you did that 100K, uh, you got a daymaker. Uh, yeah, man, that was pretty cool, too. You, man, had a, you, you ran that... Uh, Tom, man, I was running this... <laughs> well, you know... This is the stock hit. <laughs> a couple months before that, no, uh, uh, one of our techs had... Uh, Rob had put in... Uh, he had taken some some uh, of the halogens off of the new police bikes and, yeah. he, and they were putting day makers in there. So he put one of those halogens in my bike, but uh, you know, Tom put a day maker in my bike. And even though my halogen was less than six months old, the freaking day maker was unreal. I was like, man, I can't believe I haven't been able to see anything for all these years. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, it's a, uh, it definitely, Blows your mind, you know, and he also he also uh, put one of those uh, run stop deals in the back. So when I hit my hit my brakes, you know, all the all the all lights the, come all on. the lights in the back are red and come on. And uh, but yeah, it's still not. Those are those are still regular bulbs. And oh my god, people! Carl put some LEDs on the back <laughs> of his bike. Okay. I don't want to ride behind. When we're going to Colorado, he's riding behind me because he's going to blind me with those damn taillights on his bike. So, oh, yeah, actually, I did a video that should be coming out in, the, in a couple of weeks. But we, I, so basically what I did, I talked to David Majors. He's our, uh, our fleet sales guy at Maverick and Longhorn. And he basically, uh, I asked him for some... What you want to call them? I don't know. If it, I still don't know how to say it. I think it's called wheeling. It's W H E L E N, and they mm -hmm. make all the uh, lights for you know first responders, um, ambulances, fire tr fire trucks, uh, police bikes, police you know trucks, cars, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just moving the microphone, uh, there Carl. You go. Hey, anyways, uh, so I ended up I ended up getting a set of uh, Wheelin lights. I think it's I think it's Wheelin or Wellin or something like that. But uh, so there, there. I don't think there's anything out there that's brighter than than those. But the new, the new ones are a lot slimmer. And they're really nice, but they're. I mean, they're so expensive. So anyway, I got some takeoffs and I put them on my saddlebags, use them as brake lights and turn signals, and they're ridiculously bright. You know what they remind me of, Carl? Hmm? You ever see those searchlights that they point in the sky when? They <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, they they're they're bright. I had a you know Hector right over at Longhorn. Hector? Yeah. Skulls. Skulls. Yeah. So we were outside. This is uh, actually yesterday. Big Hector. And yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. He we were sitting outside. He's wearing his shades. He was wearing. And this is a part that was funny. Is he was actually wearing sunglasses, and he had no idea that I had installed those lights, and he didn't even know that that was my bike. So I was like, oh, yeah, man, I just got these lights. And then uh, one of the boys was like, yeah, man, you should show him how, like, how those lights work. And, he, I mean, he was just looking straight at him. I just flashed and hit that brake light. And, yeah, he was not happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was like, man, those are bright. He was seeing spots there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good lights. If you ever get a set of wheeling lights, man, I highly recommend them. There's no way nobody would ever, you know. Nobody's not going to see you. Exactly. Yeah, it's oh man, it's it's. The you don't best. have to worry about blinding the oncoming traffic. It's the traffic coming up behind yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny is actually people don't t they don't tailgate me as much as I, I I've noticed that. 
because yeah. people, especially in Dallas, people will tailgate you all the time. And I hit those brake lights and people back off. Most, most people do. I'm still working on that little flamethrower kit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I want to put a little flamethrower kit on that tuna See what I do, Carl? When I'm running down the highway, if somebody comes up, is well, normally they don't come up behind me. But, like, if they do, then I just gun it, you know? Yeah. And create a little space. And anytime they come up there, I'll slow down a little bit and then gun it. (laughs) Go fast, go slow. Yeah, I usually just, uh, I weave in my lane a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, weave like hard and my like lean the bike real hard usually scares most people. Uh, but now I want I want a little flamethrower kid that will probably shoot like a you know two foot three mm-hmm. foot flame, and I want to put some big decals on the back of my saddlebags to say back off or get torched. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we had uh, you know we have that bike show down at Longhorn one year. We had a guy with the bike with a bagger with flamethrower yeah. out of the back of it that won it. Pretty That's cool. crazy. Yeah. Uh, the guy from uh, In Depth Customs, he had a soft tail that uh, he also had a two and a one uh, with a flamethrower kit, and it was like a 13 foot flame, so something ridiculous. I mean, it was really? obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'd be afraid some of my stuff would catch on fire. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, I think this two and a one that I got now, uh, it sticks far enough away from the saddlebag that I think it'll be fine. But I definitely think if that doesn't catch their attention, I don't know what will at that point. Usually fire gets people's attention real quick, <laughs> especially out of a moving vehicle. Yeah, and don't forget, you only have one exhaust coming out the back now. Yeah. Not so. two. I'm, I'm so happy with that exhaust. It, it opened up. I haven't remapped it. And it, it just It's way faster. I mean, the, the amount of torque and horsepower that was just kind of like sitting there. And how's your gas mileage now, Carl? Actually, just fueled up this morning, and I'm about to find out. Oh, okay. I'm curious to see if, without remapping it, what what it will look like. I definitely, I'm still getting a, a power vision and remapping the whole thing because I I want to get at least 200, around 200, because 100. You can't and, get 200 horsepower out of this. No, no, I'm talking Carl. no mile Don't range. Don't even say <laughs> range out of that tank. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I don't know that I would want anything with 200 horsepower i just don't not on a bagger i can't imagine have you heard of that 151 kit that's out there for the m8s uh-uh. there's a company called leading edge and they i don't I, if i remember correctly they're only making so many of them like i think they make like 10 or something like that wow. it's like eight grand and they install it for you and it goes it's bolt-on kit that goes into your motor or oh, is that a bolt-on kit i don't think i actually think they split the cases so but yeah it's a 151 cubic inch so as the business manager here, it's my job to inform you that that will avoid your warranty. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no doubt. Thanks. <laughs> so um, that's one of the things that kind of I don't know. It's not, it, I mean, I I get it. It's a it's a big motor overhaul, anyways. So it obviously would void your warranty. But there's little things here and there that have have bothered me, and I like I understand what Harley comes from when it comes to you know things that would void your warranty. But one of the things that that bothers me where I don't feel like it's it's justified is when it comes to exhaust systems. If you put like a DND Thunderheader or you know Vance and Heinz or whatever the brand is, it's not if it's not Harley Davidson, it quote unquote voids your warranty. And I kind of heard it both ways where it doesn't, and some people said it mm-hmm. does. But it's one of those where I wish Harley came out with that kind of product and i understand that it's because it's not epa compliant that's like 
the deal breaker, and they tried to stay because they did have that happen a couple of years. Well, yeah, several years ago. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I think they got fined a lot mm-hmm. of money for oh, that yeah. too. So yeah, I mean, people have to understand. I I understand that that's where they're coming Back when from. They used to sell. Nah, I'm not gonna say, but <laughs> stuff, stuff, stuff that wasn't illegal. exactly illegal. Yeah, on motorcycles. Yeah, to everybody and their brother <laughs> to go fast. But uh, if I if I if I understand correctly, uh, SNS has a two and a one that's EPA compliant, and in theory, it shouldn't void your warranty. Hmm. So if it, if if that's the only uh, requirement is for it to be EPA compliant, then I think we're in the clear. I want to try it out. Hey, you're gonna have to get with your service department <laughs> to find out about that. Yep. Yeah, I I will. But, you know, and that would be yeah, because that would be pretty cool to have a, a two into one. If Harley had a two into one for some of these new bikes, and they really should. I mean, what I have on my bike. Technically, it's a, it's a screaming eagle pipe. That's it's mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it's really a super trap, but it has it's a screaming eagle on the side of it. So I think it'd be right. cool if Harley worked with a lot of these companies, which I'm sure they've done before. But uh, yeah, I think they just need to come out with a two-in-one that that works. Man, who knows? Before long, we may not even need exhaust systems with the new bikes that are oh, coming out. Oh man, I don't I don't know that I want to talk about that. What I, like the I mean, live I, wire? We're gonna get yeah. when. Man, I'll probably be the. F- I want to be the first person on my block with a live wire street glide. <laughs> I love wire street glide. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, you know, stick a spare battery pack in the. <laughs> stick a couple spare batteries yeah. in, in the. You know, in the bags that we. Hey, you can run all the way to Colorado. You got three batteries. Three batteries, yeah. Yeah, oh man, I I don't know. I I don't get me wrong. I am excited about the live wire. I can't wait to test ride it. And I am ex- I I've been in a, like I've been in Teslas and all these other electric cars, and they're really exciting to drive and to you know uh, just to ride in general. I think it'll be exciting, but part of it it just it I can't help. I'm it probably isn't. I hope it isn't, but it feels like the end, like the beginning of the end. For a lot of these V-twin motors, which again I hope that's not the case, but with everybody wanting to move in the direction of going green, and that's kind of what people are into is like tech, you know, young, young, the younger generation is, anyways. It just makes me wonder what the future looks like now that this this is taking place now. Well, I'm not gonna say. It's inevitable for the V-twin to go away because I really think that in 20 years they're still going to have some V-twin motorcycles. Okay. I would hope so. Uh, and, and the electric motorcycles, I believe, are you know they're targeted towards a different market. You know, yeah, I'm probably not the target person for somebody buying live wire. Yeah, myself. But, <laughs> neither, neither am I. You know, uh, I'm kind of excited to see you know how it changes things down the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's definitely going to change the way bikes are serviced. Uh, but you know, that's not a, that's not a, a here today thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're probably only, I, I, I don't know how many we're getting. I think we're getting like 10 of those bikes, yeah, eight or 10, eight or 10. Uh, and you know, those, those people are kind of going to be like pioneers. So, mm-hmm. 
It's pretty interesting to you see know, what's going to happen. I I posted a posted a video. I think it was for Longhorn, and I was you know so kind of like a New Year's resolution kind of thing. Like want to see what people mm-hmm. want to you know what they want to see out of the channel and whatnot. And one and I also included you know a little bit of a topic of what the live wire is going to be and. And everybody, I'm pretty sure you you saw this all over social media. The outrage behind when they announced Livewire, and they're like, "Oh, it's so expensive," and this and that. And I don't think like one of the, one of the points I was talking to Trip, and and we we kind of agreed on the on the fact that there's there's a lot of things that people are not taking into consideration because they, you have like the zero motorcycles that are like six to nine grand or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, one one of the main things that the Trip brought up that I wasn't I just had never thought about, and it, and this goes for all motorcycles, all motorcycles that Harley makes, is there when when your bike breaks down when your harley breaks down and you go to a dealership which right. by the way there's everywhere. at least a handful in every major city and in everywhere else there's mm-hmm. at least one or a shop that can work on them and not only do you have an intricate network of dealerships you have parts galore right everywhere so getting your bike fixed can happen within the day most most parts you know, Everybody has, I think, I believe we have like half a million dollars worth of parts and inventory in this store. And that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of part. A lot of people mm-hmm. like take that for granted. And, and that's, that's something that you are paying for. Not You're not only paying for the badge. You're not paying just for the brand to be part of that culture. But you're also paying for that intricate network, for that constant supply of parts when something does go wrong. As a matter of fact, I actually got yeah, the, it's We've got it here today. We don't have to order it, and you won't get it in two weeks. You know, yeah, you exactly. Funny, funny story. I think that, so, uh, Carrollton, for a long time, they had Kawasaki's. Their police force did. Kawasaki mm-hmm. police bikes. Recently, they ended up getting Harleys, and the main reason why is because they had a bike in there waiting for brakes for, like, a month or two. So, their their unit wasn't active because they didn't have parts for it. The, the most essential parts. I believe that's I believe that's right. I'm pretty sure that's how it was told to me yeah. but they recently switched to you know uh flhps but anywho uh when you when you're paying for when you're paying for a live wire when you said like oh that's 30 grand not only are you paying for like the navigation all every because it it has a ton of stuff and if you put them side by side i mean it's not even they're not even comparable but uh a lot of people don't take into account that when you pay for for this brand not only are you paying for a, an american manufactured motorcycle which naturally, it's anything American made is going to cost you a little bit more. First of all, and second of all, you're paying for the availability for those parts. There's mm-hmm. a reason why Consumers Report uh, uh, mentions Harley having the highest customer satisfaction when it came to service servicing their motorcycles. Whether the uh, the failure rate is a little higher than Yamaha, Kawasaki, or whatever it may be, when those do fail, the parts availability is not as high or as instant as it is for uh, the Bar and Shield company. Hmm. So that's, I mean, 30 grand, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're paying for all that. It's, it had, you have well, to have sustain I mean, it's it. It's just like Tesla. Tesla came out with a $100,000 car. Who's, you know, electric car. Who, you know, when when they first came out, how many people you, do you know that went marched out and spent a hundred and some odd thousand dollars on an oh. electric car? 
But they gradually, you know, they started making other models that were yeah. less expensive, that were more, you know, uh, more practical for, you know, for people, you know, with families and such. Oh, yeah. So, and and, and they're coming down in cost. and Oh, big time. Uh, you know, I mean, we have a hybrid car. Oh, yeah. You know, not that I drive it much, <laughs> but we do have a hybrid uh, and it's pretty cool, man. The, I like it when it's on, when the electric motor's on. Thing's so quiet, you can't even hear it. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, so, electric motorcycles. This is you know the beginning. It's it not, is. And you know, I I see all these people writing all these you know uh, you know comments on the posts about Harley's out of touch. Well, you know, here's the thing. The people that they were in touch with are dying. <laughs> a lot of them. Are. A lot of them are dying. Okay, <laughs> or they're trading their bikes in. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I get calls from people all the time. You know, Parker, we need to sell our bike. We can't ride anymore. We're getting too old. Mm-hmm. Will y'all buy it? And you know, come down here, see Tom. Uh, you know, it's a sad thing to see. You yeah. know is that people doing something that they love that they can't do anymore. But Livewire isn't geared towards those people. No, it's not. Okay. So if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. Okay. It's not like they're taking, it's not like they're taking away everything. It's not like they're getting rid of the ultra classic or wait a minute. Are they? No, No, they're not. It's not like they're getting rid of the limited or the street glide. They've And even if they did, they'd come out with a replacement model. Until, I, I really believe, you know, it's they're going to keep, uh, what are you doing with that camera, Carl? Uh, I was just uh, making sure that. Hey, I uh, thought we were doing a podcast here. We, no we are, man. I was just doing a little time <laughs> lapse for the fans. <laughs> no, so I, I think they're going to keep building V-twins and, uh, you know, combustion mm-hmm. engines, at least for the foreseeable future. I don't expect to, you know, to to do away with all the uh you know the v-twin sales in the next 10 20 years i still think yeah. they're going to have them because you're still going to have people that are looking for that yeah, same as the car world i mean there's people that still want that you know va mm-hmm. you know american muscle car but uh just to like uh nail yeah it's like if 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 gm came out with a with a pure electric car you know People are going to go on there and bash them, you know. Well, that doesn't oh, yeah. mean that GM's getting rid of their pickup trucks with diesels in it either. Uh, correct. You know? Yeah. So just roll with it. They're trying to, you know, start yeah. something new. Yeah, and if you, but, if you, you know, again, again, a lot of people don't like people to be successful. At yeah. Things well, like that, that, yeah, you know, that they too. Like, they like to, they, you know, they don't want anybody to be successful, so they want to bash things. Yeah. You know? And it, I mean, and it's one of those where if you don't innovate, you're going to stay behind. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how big companies end up, you know, dying off. But you like wrap up the whole concept of because i actually that's one of the points that i made in, in that youtube video was when tesla first came out you had to pay like at least a hundred grand for a, a four-door sedan harley came out with a bike that has a third of the range for less than a third of the price well or about a third if not less than a third depending on what model tesla you end up mm-hmm. getting and someone commented and said, well, yeah, but that was like years ago when Tesla first started. It was like, yeah, this is now we're we're just starting. And you're talking about not a lot of space to put batteries and all this other kind of stuff in there. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of development that has to be 
it, yeah, I mean, it happened yeah. for for that to come to a point where okay, this is a bike that we can produce. It's reliable. That you know, you have to think about all these other things that, like again, parts availability and stuff like that. Like those things, you have to take into account when a, a new model comes out. I'm sure in the future. They're gonna come out maybe with a cheaper version. I know that they have like a mm-hmm. moped and you know this other stuff yeah, coming got out. Yeah, that so. little version looks like one of the old uh, mini bikes from when I was a kid. Oh yeah, they yeah. I'm have... really excited. That little mountain bike looking yeah. thing. Yeah, that is. I'm really excited. I think uh, if you look closely at that picture, it looks like that battery might be detachable. That would be pretty cool if you could just pop it off and pop another battery in. What what the cost is gonna be? I'm not sure. I'm sure people are gonna complain about that too. But you know, that's that's just how life is. <laughs> And a lot of people think, oh, it's AMF all over again with the, when AMF did a couple mopeds and hearing that. I was like, listen, man, like. Man, AMF it, did golf carts, too. It, Come exactly, on. exactly. So it's just one of those where, We've like. We've got the, one that's electric at Longhorn, don't we? I, actually, it's here. It's, it's on, here? It's on a lift. Is it yeah, here? It's, yeah, it's, a, it's on a, one of the racks back there. <laughs> it's like a little three-wheeler. Yeah, not their first uh, venture into electric-powered vehicles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And I mean, and then that was when I was under AMF. I mean, this is a completely different company now than it is mm-hmm. back then. And a lot of people also talk talk about like Buell and that experiment. That was that was Harley backing Buell. That was not solely Harley's product either. So when they talk about the Street Fighter coming out, I'm stoked about that motorcycle. And it's it's not it's not going to be anything like what Buell was. But I guess only time will tell. And, you know, yeah, I've been talking to some people, you know, salespeople and other people around the store about that Street Fighter. And, you know, I've got the, in my mind, they're putting the V-Rod engine in it. But I could be that, that is, I I couldn't agree. That's my prediction. It's going to be some kind of like. Because they said it was a 1250. And what 1250 do they have that makes uh, a the lot V-Rod. of power? Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be like a, a 750 version of it or something like that. And. I mean, you look at what we have now with the Street 750 and Street 500, which, by the way, I actually, I told Jefferson, one of our sales guys, you probably heard him on this podcast before. I told him, that it's like, man, you, I can guarantee you, if you don't like that bike, it's because you don't know how to ride it. Like, most people don't know how to ride V-Rods. Those are like 4,500 RPM and higher. That's where they're happy. You're not mm-hmm. going to get any power underneath that. And so, sure enough, he took that little Street 750 with 16,000 miles <laughs> He's like, he's like, man, that's like, I popped a wheelie on accident. I was like, I told you. Man, like, can you believe that guy put that many miles on a street 750? Have you ridden that thing? Yeah. That thing is comfortable. That must, uh, that he did, uh, what is it, Mustang seat, sissy bar, windshield. It, it has to have like a stage one because it has a high flow uh, and a slip on. Mm-hmm. But that is, it's a comfortable little yeah, and he had 50. He had 16,000 miles on that one. He traded in two bikes. Yeah. And bought two bikes yep. on the same day. I think he got like, he got a uh, traded it that thing in for a heritage, so it was a big upgrade. Yeah, he's but huge. yeah, I man, I could not believe that somebody had ridden yeah. that many miles on a street 750. But it just shows you that it can be done. Yeah, the funny thing, I talked to Trip about that, and you probably can see that at uh, Shop Talk on our YouTube channel. We we talked about that thing because it actually has sixteen thousand eight hundred and eighty miles right now, so it's close to seventeen thousand miles. That's the most I've ever seen on a 750, you know, bar none. But we were talking about it and we were like, well, this is a motorcycle club member that owned it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, I mean, they ride those things hard. Any bike that they own, they ride hard, which is kind of, it's still funny to me that someone in a motorcycle club owned a 750. Well, I think but, that he was riding that 750 as his back and forth to work commuter. Yeah. And then he had the other bike that he rode 
you know, well, longer yeah. distance. So. Re- you know, regardless, seven almost seventeen thousand miles on that thing, and Trip told me, we, I I thought for sure something was gonna be broken on it, and when Trip finished the UBI, he was like, "There's nothing wrong with this motorcycle." As a, as a matter of fact, it's probably the best running seven fifty that I've ever ridden. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I did a little video on it a couple of days ago, which I released recently. That that bike is so it's so light. It's actually kind of scary how light it is and how fast it gets up there. Because you go around, try to throw it around a corner, you're used to the heavier motorcycle, mm-hmm. and you throw all your body in it, and it's like, I mean, you're way overdoing it, and then you're trying to way overcorrect it. It's it takes some getting used to for sure. But man, I would love to have one of those to learn how to do some wheelies and stuff like that. You can really trash that motor around. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been getting my experience on the street series in the parking lot here <laughs> and every morning. Man, I loved that video the other day that you... Which one? The one that shows us all pulling out the bikes. Oh, yeah, pulling out bikes, yeah. Our, our yeah. morning routine here at Maverick. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty yeah. cool. I, I, I recorded that a long time ago. And I didn't, oh, I, I just, remember when you recorded it. Yeah. I had this stupid thing on my windshield looking at me. <laughs> I was actually looking like, at Stop the, spying on me. <laughs> I was looking at the footage and you're like, man, I guess Carl wants me to say something while I'm riding this thing. And I'm like, no, I just want you to just ride the motorcycle. Good. There was plenty of stuff to cut out and oh, get yeah. to where I didn't oh, yeah. say anything. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, editing that took a while, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun to record that. Yeah, if you haven't checked that out, I'm sure it's like on Instagram, Facebook, whatever platform you're, you're uh, more keen on. Uh, if it's on... Uh, on Instagram, you can look it up at Mav Harley or Guapo and same as on uh, on Facebook as Maverick Harley Davidson or Guapo. I'm sure sure. I always share whatever we I post on mm-hmm. Maverick. I share it onto my page as well. So go go check that out. But uh, and we got a few new salespeople here too. So we're gonna have yes. to do another video with yeah. everybody involved. We're gonna have to do another one for sure. Man, you know, man, these some of our employees here are just excited to to work here. Oh yeah, you know and uh a lot of them are and, and love it here you know i had that's the first okay so i woke up this morning got ready as i was getting ready to walk out the door i popped facebook up on my phone and i had a friend request from one of our new salespeople. yeah so i accepted it and boom across my wall comes a new tattoo that he got he right. got a new he got a maverick tattoo oh no way yeah <laughs> that's yeah. commitment <laughs> i'm like this dude is committed to being here for the long haul Heck yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and that, so some of our salespeople are new to i mean probably not new to writing but new to the industry and it's it's definitely uh it's it's refreshing for sure mm-hmm. to because i mean for for people that i and i haven't been in the industry that long either i've been in the industry for two two years but yeah, people that have been in the industry for 15 plus years and you at that point you've seen a lot and so when you get new people coming in and really you know taking all this in for the first time as being part of the industry not just like kind of mm-hmm. seeing it from the sidelines it's definitely very refreshing it's 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 it's, it's enjoyable to see them excited to yeah. you know do this job every day just one word of warning for all you new people that are starting that may be listening to this. Don't park in my parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> don't park in parking. Is that the one in the back on the, right next to uh You got the one in the back and you got the one up front. Third space. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a sign for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. 
Well, let me uh, put in a little ad here real quick. Uh, Motorclose has a little uh, offer going on all the way, all month actually, from uh, today all the way to the 28th. It's 25% off luggage and purses. And again, this is not valid on prior purchases. And it's in, uh, in stock, regularly priced items only. And it ends this month. And uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to our text program. That way you can find out uh, everything that's uh, going on here every weekend. That's at text Maverick. That's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K to 76626. Again, that number is 76626. So, yeah. I, do you, do, are you subscribed to that? Of the course. Little, the, okay. I am too. Man, I'm subscribed to everything <laughs> that we do here. <laughs> oh, man. My phone gonna... never stops buzzing, man. I, every time I look down, it's something from Maverick. I'm like, oh, yeah, we, man, we, our social media is going off. <laughs> Man, I was gonna. I'm like, when's the next video from Carl? Because that's really what I yeah. watch. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Thanks. I actually used to text that to every single when I was in sales. I used to text that to every single customer I had. I had a list of about 200 customers, and individually, I would text them the weekly update before I was like putting it on social media. And I think we need to do that. I had a lot of people ask me why we're we're not doing it. I was like, eh, well, we'll we'll probably get around to do it, it again. Yeah. So. Hey, I was going to ask you. I kind of like the way that you come to my office, bring me all the stuff, give me my lines to memorize. For the... <laughs> you never remember them. I, I don't even know why I waste my time and paper. <laughs> I show up here like, what? What do you want? <laughs> it's like, what else? That's the only reason I ever come here. What? Your weekly update? Your yeah, weekly update. <laughs> hey, anyway, let us know how, uh, how you're liking those because... I mean, it's, we've been doing them for, what, like almost a year now. Mm-hmm. I have so many of those saved. I have some old ones. The ones that like, I first started doing for my customers, man, they're they're horrible. Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> okay, uh, well, we can archive those, Carl. I, I have. I have I have all of them on here. But uh, anyway, I'm going to switch gears here real quick. I was going to ask you, so for someone that is looking to buy a new motorcycle, uh, there's always this like misconception about financing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we Harley has you know a creed that we all have to abide by, and that's basically giving the best to the customer when it comes to financing, whether you know whatever the credit might mm-hmm. might look like. So, some of the realities of uh, financing a bike is that depending on what your credit score is it determines a lot of what you know your payment you know all that kind of stuff is right and uh what what would you say is some of like the of the maybe not objections but uh because a lot of people think that they we're out there to screw them over which is not not the case at all we want everybody to to be on a harley and we're trying to make, do our best to make that happen but one of the few were if you, out of the top, top of your head what are the i guess like top three things that people have a misconception about when it comes to like financing a motorcycle three misconceptions or one, or one? <laughs> you can start with one <laughs> you know it really depends on the person uh you know i get i get every once in a while i get uh you know, I'll give you an example. I had a story of somebody who, you know, came in last Saturday and had been to another dealership. Well, they hadn't been to another dealership, but 
somebody that they were close to had bought a motorcycle mm-hmm. and you know wasn't happy with the rate they got well when i got this person's i couldn't get this person done yeah you know uh but actually i mean probably the m- biggest misconception is that people think that buying a motorcycle is like buying a car that is not at and all and it is not what would you say are the biggest differences are uh, you know, you're not going to have that back and forth. You're not going to have the hard sell, you know, uh, man, we're, we're here because, because we love it. We're not here because we're making all the money on everything. Okay. We got that crazy guy from New Jersey up there. When they say that he gives stuff away, he, get down he here, really get does down here before he gets fired. <laughs> Seriously, man, there's been a couple months that I thought he was getting fired. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, he's uh you know, he he's not afraid. We we want to sell motorcycles, okay? Oh yeah. And you know, we we don't let money get in the way. So, you know, our our mm-hmm. whole thing here is uh to have the, you know, to be a top, you know, top 5 dealership in the country and uh and have and be number 1 in customer service and customer satisfaction oh, yeah. with the motor company. And and I think one of the biggest biggest reasons why we we pursue that is because there's i mean everybody knows you buy a harley davidson you automatically buy into a a huge nation worldwide Mm -hmm. community really and we we don't want to be a black guy in that community as a matter of fact we want to be kind of like a a haven for that community for for harley riders to come in and and feel at home and it it really it just changes the whole environment of the dealership Mm -hmm. when people actually want to be here we we've had customers even when I was doing sales, man, I had customers that just came by just because they're on their lunch break and they just wanted to come to Harley dealer and just talk to their sales guy yeah. or, you know, find, I'm pretty sure there's people that come and swing by and just, just talk to you man, for like, a while. Look at, yeah. Like, you know, look at Tony. Yeah, man, Tony, you know, he has got such a following, you know, yeah. on, on, you know, people just know when he's going to be at the store and they just come by to, you know, to, to talk, talk to him. him. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that, you know, and he's not, you know, Tony likes to sell motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, he does. He, <laughs> you know, I mean, man, I've seen him, you know, spend a lot of time with his past customers, you know, just talking mm-hmm. to them and, uh, you know, giving them advice and just being their friends. Man, you got a lot of these people. I had I had one person tell me one time that if. If he, if we ever fired Tony, <laughs> oh yeah, that he would never come back to yeah. the store. You know? Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, we're we've we've made some huge strides in the last year, especially mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, with just trying to make people happy oh, and yeah. making this a place that people want to come to and have a good time instead yeah. of getting, you know. If you're not here to buy a bike, get out. You know, yeah. Don't, no, it's not the know, idea. We don't have no. that attitude, and I hear about it. I talk to every person that buys a motorcycle here, and I ask every one of them, "Why did you? Why did you buy your bike at Maverick?" Yeah. You know, and I get all kinds of different reasons. You know, why they like our store, uh, but it's con- the you know I'm continually getting. You know, well, we like this store so much, and so much better than this store we were. That's over by our house. Yeah. Uh, 
Which, we got a know, lot a year, of those. A year ago, mm-hmm. I didn't hear that that much. No, you rarely completely heard that, changed yeah. everything and the whole atmosphere here at this store, and it's wonderful. Oh yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's definitely from the two years that I that I've a little over two years now, but the first year, I mean, the first year was great, but man, this second year it's just been amazing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things have changed and they have changed for the better, and it's just exciting times. But uh, man, we're hitting fifty-one minutes right now. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, I was going to ask you. I had this little. I had put a list together of things to ask you, just in case. Not that there's okay, a, fast questions. Go, Carl. Fast questions. This is not a fast <laughs> question. And uh, there's two things that I did want to ask you. No. One of them was, what's the update on your shovel head? What do you mean? What's the update? Uh, have you done it? It's just. Man, I haven't <laughs> done anything to that. It hasn't. It hasn't started since the last time I wrote it. <laughs> Which was okay. years ago. Which you know, and and since I'm not taking it to Colorado, I really don't feel like I I have a reason mm. to start it right now. You know. <laughs> I already knew that was going to be the answer. It always, just, it always cracks me up. Don't uh, ask me that question again, Carl. <laughs> that ought to be one of those questions. It's off limits. <laughs> it's off limits. Okay, whatever. Okay, next uh, question. So the off next, limits. No. The off limits. <laughs> Actually, it might be off limits. I'm about to find out. This is a theoretical question. Uh huh. Right now, is there a bike on our floor that if they told you, if you trade in your bike right now, I'll just hand you the keys to it and it's yours? Is there a bike on that floor that that you would want? Well, yeah, if there was, man, I'd just, I'd just get a regular black street glide. That is or the maybe dumbest an answer I've ever heard. You know what? You know what? No, you know what I like? Man, I like the FLHX S. The one that's all blacked out. Yeah. You know. Uh, you wouldn't get a CVO? No. Interesting. No. I've always, you know, I, man, I like to do it myself, you know, yeah. make it my own, myself. And CVOs already have everything done. Well, there's things that you could change on it. You could get that diamond audio, mm-hmm. hey. which you have on yours, which is awesome. Yeah. Anybody who wants to listen to one of those, come up here and listen to Carl's. Or yours. <laughs> Carl's, because he'll be in the back working on his. <laughs> <laughs> for your information, anytime I work on it is for maintenance reasons or because I'm doing something that will make it better. Hence <laughs> exhaust, saddlebag lights, any of that kind of stuff. Oh, I know, but every time I come back there, I'm like, oh, there's Carl's bike on the lift. What is he doing? I think <laughs> I think I'm not really – I think I might tweak the amp a little bit more to get a little bit more sound out of those speakers because ever since I got that 2-in-1, it, I mean, it gets loud. It's yeah. really loud, and, and it kind of overpowers my speakers a little bit. But And you know that 2-in-1 has, like, discs you can put yeah. in it? And the, the more discs you put in, the quieter it gets. Yep. I thought about doing that, but it sounds I, I kind of dig what it sounds like. It almost sounds like a diesel truck. It's <laughs> it's pretty cool. Actually, well, the first time I fired it after putting that exhaust on because it was All like... All this black smoke oh, pours yeah. out. Oh, it was, Carl's it was, rolling coal in the, <laughs> in the maintenance bay. All the techs are like, turn that thing off! <laughs> Basically. And, uh, I think I'm done. I, I mean, for a while. The next, the next thing that I want to do is going to take a substantial amount of money to do, so... But I'm not going to reveal all that I'm doing to it yeah. quite yet. I'll, I'll let it be a surprise. 
but I'm I'm excited about it. It's it's been riding great. By the way, I found out the uh, one of the motor mounts on the right side of the transmission was loose, mm-hmm. and uh, once I tightened that up, man, <laughs> that thing handled so much better. Handled a lot better. <laughs> hey, we don't have. Do we have a white a white street glide out here? One of the street glide specials. One of the like the Bonneville salt flat bikes. Yeah, we have one on the floor right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I'd take that one. I like the that one. one with the chrome or the black? The black. The black? The black, yeah. I like that bike. Yeah, it, it looks real good. I really, I'm kind of bummed that they didn't do it this year, but when they did the uh, Bonneville Salt, not the denim one, but the just Bonneville Salt uh, Rogue Glide. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that thing looked good. Ooh. I completely forgot about those. Those things flew off the floor so fast. I didn't even know they time. made them like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, last year that was the first uh, first year that they did them like in blacked out components and all that. They made a Bonneville salt like gloss Bonneville mm-hmm. salt, and it's a it's a good looking motorcycle. I would if that had the new uh, stereo system. Oh man, I would take that in a heartbeat. That's a good looking motorcycle. I like that in the Wicked Red. We just took one in on trade too. Yeah, uh, Wicked Red, and yeah, that's. The denim, Wicked Red denim, I'm not a fan, but that Wicked Red. And I usually don't like red on, on vehicles, but man, that looks good. Looks real good. Yeah, I usually don't like white, but I love that Bonneville salt. Oh, yeah. Thing. It's kind of cool. I, I dig it. The one bike that I dig a lot is one of our, it's funny because one of our salespeople uh, now rides that, that uh, Chameleon Flake that we did a tin swap with. That is one of the prettiest bikes yeah i've and you know people have this thing against riding green bikes Mm -hmm. that bike's beautiful that bike is amazing i'm so glad that i made that 10 swap happen because oh man that's that's all i need because it with chrome it just competed so Mm -hmm. much with that paint job it just it it was just too much but once we did that 10 swap i told him yesterday i saw him he was washing and he was like you know that uh (laughs) i'm the one that kind of made that happen he's like really he's like yeah He's amazing. I get so many compliments on this bike. People, mm-hmm. like, I remember when we first did that here, people thought it was a CVO, and I thought it was that. That was just funny to me. I was like, no, it's not a CVO. It's not even close in pricing with this. Right. <laughs> it's a good looking bike. It's a real good looking bike. It looks good the way it's yeah. done. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So, how many minutes we at, Carl? 57 and 44 seconds. Okay. 45, 46. 47. Anywho. Did I ask you about all these alcohol bottles in here before? You, you did. Okay. And they're just for decoration. I did not drink them. Okay. You just want to clarify that. I actually, I, I don't really drink anymore. Okay. But when I did, I definitely didn't drink all of those. That is, that would be, <laughs> uh, that would be preposterous. And I've been collecting them over two years. So since I've been here, but anywho. Trying to figure out anything new in here that I see. There, I don't think there is. Uh, you have you checked out my cool stones? What? This box right here. What are cool stones? Uh, it's in my fridge. Basically, what they are, they're like these little like rock cubes, and mm-hmm. you stick them in the freezer, and that way you can put them in your uh, in your drink, and they won't dilute your drink, but they will keep it cold. Oh, so they're like non-melting ice cubes, basically. Huh. But yeah, it came in this little nice little box, and glasses, coasters, cool. and everything. Yeah, I got that for Christmas. So that's a, I guess who gave only- that to you? Uh, my sister and her boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, it was really nice of them. So if they're listening now, they'll know you're happy with the gift. I thought they'll listen. They don't really like motorcycles. Oh, well, Which sorry. is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is. But, 
Oh man, it's it's a good day, man. I can't wait to get out and ride. Seventy six degrees outside. Mm. I know. I rode in this morning. It was like sixty, and I was, you know, it was like, oh, it's gonna rain. I was contemplating putting on the rain gear, and I was like, screw it. It ain't raining. I was right. It didn't rain. It didn't rain. No, it's been threatening to rain. It looks like it's gonna be like this all week. Yeah, too. no, I've still got all the stuff on my bike. It's not like yeah. I didn't bring it with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Because oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be raining on me when I go home tonight. Yeah, I hope it doesn't rain when I go home because I definitely didn't. I don't. I don't think I even have gear. Uh, rain gear. I have like ski pants that I didn't bring those. Carl, I I know need I need some rain to. gear. I need. We have so man. We have great rain gear back here. Yeah, I know. I know. Works really well. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. You do get a discount. I know. I know. I do. I just. I just had to buy those camp shoe tensioners, man, on that bike. <laughs> I, I, any money that I had saved up, man, I went you, you, straight you, to you, it. You did replace those, right? I did replace okay. those, yes. So it runs great. It doesn't puke oil, which is fantastic. Good. Sounds amazing. And um, I'm just riding the crap out of it. Okay, next thing, rain pants. Rain pants, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get... I mean, I have jackets at home that I can just wear, but I, I do need a, a rain suit for sure. Oh, well, wait a minute. You did get... Okay, so here, people, there's one last thing. One one last word of advice. If you have a bagger that doesn't have saw, that doesn't have lower fairings on it, yeah, and you like to lowers. ride in the winter, get yourself some soft lowers. It will change your life. I know. I, it, yeah. You know, we had... Long story short, had a guy here that works here told me about it. I didn't believe him. I was like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I've been riding way longer than him. Yeah. <laughs> And then somebody else that has been riding longer than me said, oh, yeah, those are great. And then he actually gave me a pair and put yeah. them on my bike. And ever since then, I've been spreading the word, spreading the gospel <laughs> of the soft lowers. I actually got a set of soft lowers myself. And this is, again, when I first got the bike. That's actually one of the first things I purchased. And I wear canvas shoes all the time. Mm-hmm. And it could be 27 degrees outside. I still wear canvas shoes, and my feet will be warm. I mean, it's... That's how efficient those things are. Well, I still always wear my boots, Carl. Yeah. yeah. Well, to each their own. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, Carl is a good podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. And uh, Man, in the meantime, go on your Harley and get, get some, some wind, wind therapy. Later. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Oh, it's amazing. Thank you, sir. That's uh, an hour and uh, two minutes. Perfect. Perfecto. Perfecto. <laughs>